Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning. It is our first Morning Psalms and Prayer for November. It's November 2nd, and it is Monday. We begin with another prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts by John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, omnipotent God, that since our life is exposed to innumerable dangers, and you set before our eyes what happened to the best and choicest of your servants, grant that we may flee to you and resign ourselves wholly to your will, that we may know that you are the guardian of our lives, so that not a hair of our head can fall without your hidden permission, and that we may also learn to ask of you the spirit of wisdom and discretion, that you yourself may guide our steps, as it is not in us to defend our life from those many intrigues by which we are on every side surrounded, the whole world being opposed to us, so that we may proceed in the course of our pilgrimage under your care and protection, until we shall be removed into that blessed rest laid up for us in heaven, by Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are on Psalm 99. Tomorrow we break into the triple digits. Can you believe we've uh, come this far? But today we are going to read all of Psalm 99. It's a relatively short one. Uh, another one with some familiar language in it and some familiar language, some words that uh, we've been hearing a lot in the last few Psalms. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord reigns. Let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among the priests. Samuel also was among those who called upon his name. They called to the Lord and he answered them. In the pillar of the cloud he spoke to them. They kept his testimonies and the statute that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain. For the Lord our God is holy. As I said, we are seeing some language that is familiar from the last couple of Psalms. The Lord reigns. This idea of God reigning on high, this God of being over all the people. We often get the idea that God was seen as being over the Israelites by his people. But now what we're seeing is this idea that God is the God over all peoples. That's important. That's the significance of this plural word here when it says, let the people tremble. It's not speaking just about Israel. It's talking about all the nations of the earth. This is an important thing because, as I said, the focus was on Israel. But there's this idea, and we've seen this over and over, this idea that in the future, through the work of the Messiah, all people will be brought in. Not every last person ever, but all nationality groups would be able to come and worship God. And so what do we see here? This psalm, as is noted by the heading, which not, is not inspired, uh, the, the, the heading there, the Lord our God is holy, if you're watching on video, is put in by our English translators. That was not in the original text. But what do we see here? It is what this heading is saying, that God is holy. And so this God who reigns, let the peoples tremble. Why would they tremble before him? Why would they tremble before him? Well, because he's holy and they're not. There's great 
fear here. To go into the presence of God, when you are a fallen, sinful creature, and you go in the presence of the mighty and holy one, you should be filled with fear. We, we sort of lose that uh, in our modern time. We, we don't have a sense of that. Uh, even if we were to meet a high government official in our time, it, it would be, there would be security, but there wouldn't be the uh, falling down on our faces. There wouldn't be the, the um, kind of the groveling, I guess you would say, that we, that we have or that we had in the past. We don't have that view of authority figures. But in this time, it would have been obvious what this meant. The people are trembling because they're in the presence of God. They're not only just in the presence of God, but in, he is their king. He reigns over them. And as it says, he sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Even he is above any heavenly beings. And look at what we see here. Some more familiar language. Let the earth quake. So this not only affects the people, but it affects the earth. The God's holiness is all-encompassing. That's the idea that we see. And then as we look at verse 3, let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. We're coming to this idea that God is holy. And so we praise his name. Why? Because he is the one who is holy. We're not going to walk around and find other beings that are holy. We're not going to walk up to another person and find this perfect holiness. No. We praise God because he is unique. He is amazing in the splendor of his holiness. And we acknowledge that. We, we find that to be worthy of praise, and so we fall before him. We tremble. The earth quakes. That's the idea here, that this awesomeness of God is, is unique. It is profound. And we see in verse 5, exalt the Lord our God, worship at his footstool. And so, again, we're exalting God. Why? Because he's holy. It's a repeated idea. It's so important. And then we come down to the last verse, 9. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. This psalm wants us to understand something about God. He is holy. And so we worship him. We exalt him. As I said, this idea of worshiping God in this way and fearing him in this way is really foreign to our modern sensibilities. But we need to understand this. This is important. If we do not understand the holiness of God, can we grasp the depth of our sin? If we don't understand the holiness of God, can we understand how great his forgiveness is for us? If we don't understand the holiness of God, can we truly understand how unique he is and why his salvation requires that price that Christ paid to forgive us for our sins? And if we don't understand how holy God is, will we really understand what striving after holiness in our own lives looks like? As I've said many times before, we struggle with that idea. But what do we do? We look to God. We look to his perfection. We look to his created order. We look to his law. We look and we see, and that is how we understand the holiness, the goodness, the righteousness, everything about God. We need to look to his word to know that about him. And that's why it's so important that we not only meditate on his word, but we understand his word so that we can know him and understand how holy he is. And then we can strive for that holiness in our own lives. So may this psalm, as it has come into our ears, may God the Holy Spirit work through this psalm in us today. May we try to contemplate the holiness of God. And may we, more importantly, think about how we can be holy. Because this is a difficult, difficult thing for us. We don't know what, it's look, what it looks like. But we're called to holiness as God's people. 
And we desire to be holy. Why? Because Christ died for us and he loved us enough to make us holy. He set us apart. And so may we look at this psalm today and think about this psalm today. Meditate on this psalm today. Striving for God and his holiness. Let us go to prayer. Gracious Father, you reign. Let the peoples tremble. You are enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. You are great in Zion and are exalted over all peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. You are holy. And we exalt you and worship at your footstool. Again, we say, you are holy. We begin this week and we thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Not only have you provided us with material necessities, but you have most importantly provided for us in the Lord Jesus Christ. In him, you have paid the price for our sin and given us the gift of your perfect righteousness. Grant that as we step out into your world today, that we would serve you in humility and faith, trusting in your gracious love and provision for us in Christ. Again, we say with the psalmist, you are holy, and we exalt your holy name. May that name be on our lips today, that we may witness to the faithfulness you have for your people. We pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. All right, I hope you have a good start to your week. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.